Hello, everybody. Um, this is Behind the Creative Podcast. My name is Tina Facetti, Chief Creative Officer at MGH Life Sciences Agency Network. And today we're here talking with Priscilla Ramos. She's the ACD um, of Copy at McCann Health New York, as well as her partner, Ryan Potter. He's the ACD Creative Director of Art. And today, um, we want to congratulate them first for winning an Apex Award for um, their Entresto campaign. Uh, I really found it an, an awesome campaign. I was very intrigued by it. And the one thing about the Apex Awards is that they're different in the in the fact that they are judged by healthcare professionals. So the people that these campaigns were intended for are actually the judges. So we find that to be um, really wonderful to have the people that it's actually meant for being the judge of whether it's working for them or not. So um, with that, we'll get started with some questions. So welcome, you guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Uh, thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. Appreciate it. So um, I'll start off with the first question. So from what I can tell, you know, this appears to be a strictly consumer campaign that was entered. And was there an ACP campaign that ran alongside of it? Or was this just simply a consumer campaign? Consumer campaign that we did. We're not working with the HCP side of the business. We weren't at the time and there was no HCP campaign running uh, made by us. There was another campaign made by another agency, but it wasn't related to this work specifically. <laughs> right. No, so that no, that's great. I was I was curious as to whether this was strictly um a consumer campaign. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um so um now can you elaborate on the insights that led to the campaign idea? Like what were the underlying insights of the audience? Yeah, so we wanted to kind of differentiate ourselves from the competition uh, for this brand. So um, Entresto is made specifically for heart failure, whereas some of their competition, um, it's almost like indicated for different things. Um, some of their competition is for both diabetes and heart failure. So with this campaign, we really wanted to own the heart failure category uh, and have Entresto come out as a leader. Um, and we've you know, we came up with this campaign that kind of showcases the heart throughout the spots, uh, kind of um, showing that, you know, your heart is what leads leads you to these different situations and different environments. Yeah, I love that. And I, the heart's even more meaningful if, if it, you know, as you said, it's also indicated for diabetes. So, you know, mm -hmm. really leading with the heart is going to, you know, put it in that particular indication space. That's yeah, cool. I think I guess you can say that conceptually, creatively, um, we we believe that the heart is at the heart of everything you do, like we say in the campaign. So uh, it doesn't matter where you go, your heart made it possible for you to be there. So conceptually, we wanted to transmit that with the image of people uh, encountering hearts along the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, it was executed beautifully. So what? tell me a little bit, bit about the process you used to develop the overarching branding strategy and brand promise that led to the work. Yeah, so our strategy team told us, uh, they came up with this research that told us that these patients that suffer from heart failure, they're often stuck inside the home, they're feeling isolated. So this campaign, uh, what we wanted to feature the lives that these people can live, uh, where they're active, they're immersed in nature, they're with their loved ones, they're really living life. 
And uh, the, this thing about generational relationships uh, is very important to this target. So right. we focused on that a lot. Yeah. So we, we wanted to feature these patients with their family, with their grandchildren, especially. And we also wanted um, a lot of diversity, too, because that's part of our audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually lost my mother to heart failure. And I know the so, number one thing was about the importance of family and spending time with the different generations. So that insight, I completely resonate with that. And Late, it's, right. it's 100% on. It was her number one most important thing. It was, I need to see these kids grow yeah. up. I need to see what they're going to become. That's all I care about. I have to be here for that. I have to be, that was her number one thing. So yes, um, exactly. It's time, right? That, that these patients are looking for time to live, time to see the grandkids grow and either for the small mo moments, like daily moments, but also the big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we recently shot a testimonial uh, campaign for Entresto, and we heard a lot of that from patients. You know, they were saying things like they want to be around for their grandkids. They want to see them get older. So it's really amazing seeing the impact that this brand can have. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, the fact that there is something that is indicated for something as serious as that, that can work is amazing. So mm -hmm. Um, I love that. And I, and I love the insights that really to totally touched my heart. No, that's great. <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. Um, so whenever you were coming up with ideas for this, did you guys have, a, a, you know, a breadth of other ideas and like, what about this campaign, you know, stuck out and made it really be the one? Yeah. So we actually put about three to four other concepts through testing and research. Um, and part of what you do just kind of rose to the top, I think, because, you know, the humanity that we feature, the beautiful imagery, um, and we really made it clear throughout the creative that this is for heart, specifically made for heart failure, the brand. Um, we did have, you know, some other lovely ideas that we really liked. Uh, we had, I remember there was an animated version we put through testing. Yeah. I've um, had these, these little heart characters walking through a, a heart-shaped world. Um, and, you know, it was really cool, but <laughs> respondents, I think, told us that they looked like M&Ms. <laughs> so we, <did. laughs> we kind of moved away from that. But I think that we ended up with a really amazing campaign that resonated. So I think we're really happy with um, what won and and how mm -hmm. it turned out. <laughs> yeah. And to add to what Ryan said, I think it's always um, a, a fine line. We have to have, find the right tone between we want it to be uplifting, but it can't be too, too much. Like we don't want people to think that the animation was something too childish or too happy or too uh, lighthearted for such a serious topic. But we also don't want to be fear mongering and make a scary commercial. So we were really looking for that tone uh, to make people feel lifted. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it needs to be uplifting, but at the same time, authentic and real and realistic to mm -hmm. the situation. So I think you you really struck that bright tone and chord with it. You know, I think that, you know, I, I always believe that. Um, you know, your, your audience, your audience knows best what they need to hear, especially when it comes to yeah. drug advertising in a patient. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, there are times whenever I've done market research where, you know, maybe it was for disease awareness and you're trying to change behaviors and maybe you kind of go with a campaign that maybe scares them a little, you know, because you need to shake them out of behaviors. But in this particular instance, you just really have to listen to your audience and really, you know. Um, yes, I can see how that can be good at, at certain strategic points for certain audiences. In this case, what the, what research was telling us what was that they needed to be lifted up, that the, the, the commercial had to be more uplifting for this scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, again, a great job on it. I mean, really, mm-hmm. um, I love it. And so now I want to get into sort of the execution. So we talked a little about the insights, the strategy, you know, why this one won. And so then now you're saying, okay, this one in testing, how are we going to bring this to life? So can you tell me a little bit about the execution of the images? And, and the? You know, I guess you also did, um, I don't know if it was video or TV, but um, did you work with a CGI company for that? Yeah. yeah. So- Ryan, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, definitely. Um, So yeah, we went through, you know, this really intense exploratory of, you know, different heart-shaped icons in different environments and, you know, how those would work. Uh, And then through testing, we kind of learned which ones resonated, which ones rose to the top. Um, And then we worked with Framestore Pictures. It's this really amazing production house uh, and a director on Vu uh, to kind of bring those to life. Um, and she brought a lot of really interesting ideas to the table. Um, and she really had a great way of like elevating everything and making it look elegant. Um, something interesting she also did was um, she kind of suggested different transitions we could use that takes the viewer from scene to scene. Um, so I don't know if you realized when you were watching, but it's almost so subtle that you don't realize it's happening. But, um, you know, in certain scenes, uh, our first spot, you know, we kind of zoom through the trees um, through a heart-shaped opening and it kind of takes us up, up into the sky and then we pan back down and reveal um, like the red car on the heart-shaped highway interchange. So there's all these little like subtle um, transitional effects that kind of take you from scene to scene, which we yeah. thought nice. Yeah, that, those those executional things are really the magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. really bringing it to life. I did notice that. And I, I, I thought that was very well thought out the, the scene changes. Um, so that that's great. Yeah. I always like to give, you know, kudos to the, to the CGI companies and the people that help us realize the vision that we have. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause so often that's, that's where a great idea, you can have a great idea that's not executed properly and it just won't work or vice versa. You know, I've seen, Exactly. I've seen mediocre ideas be executed beautifully. <laughs> so um, that's great. That's terrific. Um, so the music, um, I thought it was interesting that you guys, the beat goes on was obviously a perfect, you know, choice for this particular brand. Um, but I, I was curious about the usage for that. Was it expensive to get usage or... So it's been, um, the Beat Goes On has been Entresto's theme for a few years now. Yeah, it's become part of the the brand's identity and it gives the the brand a feeling of continuity and patients having uh, come to associate it with the brand, right, from these past years. So the team, uh, several years ago, the team went through Sonny Bono's estate to secure the, the usage of the song. This was before our time. So oh. we just 
we were uh, gifted with the perk of being able to use a great soundtrack <laughs> without having to fight for it because sometimes you really have to convince the client to uh, invest in this. And in this case, no, they already appreciate, you know, how much a good soundtrack can bring to the table. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's true. I mean, it is, and it is so hard. Sometimes the usage is extremely expensive and, you mm -hmm. know, that all comes into play. So now what's next for the brand? Are you guys, um, you know, evolving the campaign or um, are you still, mm -hmm. is it still active? So yeah, we actually, the, the campaign the first year it ran was so successful, the client decided they wanted to evolve it and run a second year of it, which tip isn't typical in pharma. Usually they want, you know, a brand new campaign every single year, um, but uh, you know, it was so successful, they wanted to continue it, which was great. So uh, we did shoot a couple of spots that are a continuation of the campaign, um, the same type of visual imagery of the hearts and environment. Um, and we shot that in Spain last May. Um, so yeah, they, the first one started airing already. So you'll see it on TV probably soon. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's the same uh, concept. It's an evolution of the concept. Right. Um, and it, it it's also focused on beautiful imagery. And we're just building up on, <laughs> on the good results that we got from this campaign. <laughs> That's good. And, and I think that, you know, don't don't fix what isn't broken, you know, because yeah. it, <laughs> on campaign, it can be it can be evolved and it could tell continue to tell a beautiful story right so yeah. I think that's, that's terrific that they're you know evolving it to the next point like sometimes I, I I think there's a time to change a campaign and that's probably whenever the market changes or there's a strategic need um, but if there isn't and the campaign's doing well it's terrific to keep it going and and again this is an idea that I think can evolve and tell a lot of great stories. So that's that's the importance of knowing that you have a really good idea. Yeah, and that's the great thing about this campaign too. It offered us a lot of flexibility. You know, it, it has so many legs. You can show so many different scenes with these uh, this heart shape kind of inserted in. Um, so yeah, we were really excited to continue it. It's fun, yeah. It's It's a fun art direction problem to have. That's like a, I like to look at it that way. That's that's just terrific. Um, so this is this has been great. Is there anything else that you guys, you know, that I might have missed that you want to talk about in regard to the campaign or or any other projects that you're working on, you know, um, this year? I think it's worth mentioning about the the production process of this campaign. Uh, it was shot in the middle of the pandemic. So we all know in the advertising industry what a drama it was to do shootings at that time because, oh, yeah. yeah, right, everything had to be remote. Um, this was shot in South Africa. And um, the the team was spread out. Um, uh, Ryan is in LA, was in LA at the time also, I was in Brazil, the account team was in New York, and the production team was in South Africa. <laughs> and it was a real challenge. We, we were three days, shoot, three nights actually shooting because of the time difference um, and everything remotely. It was the first time we had ever done anything like that. And we were very happy with the results. Like it came out better than we expected. You feel like you're not going to have any control of what's going on, but 
the production team was so cooperative and they were so ready. You know, everything was live streamed and we were able to, um, you know, see most like 80% of the shoot we were able to um, look at through streaming while it was happening. So it was a huge challenge. Yeah, the time difference was so crazy, though. Like, I remember getting online at, like, 9 p.m., and then we would be up through the night watching it being filmed until 9 a.m. Yeah. And oh, no. I would sleep all day, and then we would do the same thing over again for two more days. But, I mean, it was so worth it in the end. I'm, I'm glad we got such a good product out of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is something, you know... Oh, it was really nice. The production company sent us uh, sent us coffee before the shoot. They sent us- <laughs> we knew, yeah, we're they're trying to get us ready. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's interesting because I think we've all, you know, we're I think everybody I've spoken to, you know, on this podcast as well as ourselves, had to you know pivot right, and you know whether it was a um, a photo shoot that had to be done. I, I know we had two booths that had to switch over to virtual, you know, Mm -hmm. in the middle of it all. And, you know, it's amazing how we, we figure it out, but, you know, adding the whole through the middle of the night is a whole other level of challenge. So um, I I really give you guys a lot of credit for that. Um, Yeah, it was, we, we, like, we always know that during shoots, these unexpected things happen. And uh, another funny thing that happened was that while we were shooting the car scene, there's a big, pretty red car in one of our spots and the car broke down. It's an, it's a, an antique, it's a collectible. So the car broke down <laughs> and we were far away. We couldn't do anything about it. We were waiting for the production team to, to fix it. We were losing light. Oh, wow. <laughs> So it was really thrilling, but um, our director w- really pulled it through and she was able to um, get a few shots at least to make that scene work, especially yeah. with the transition. There That's- was one particular shot of the car. We actually had to shoot the car still and then animate it in post. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, they really saved the- it. It was a really great thing we were working with production house that had a director and also the the visual effects were all in house with them house, um, yeah. that they could collaborate on that because I don't know what we would have done otherwise right and so that's frame store pictures and, and what was the director's name uh on boo yeah she was amazing we really loved uh working with her that's good we want to we want to give on a shout out for sure shout out to on <laughs> <laughs> That's that's terrific. Well, you know, this has been wonderful. I really, really appreciate your time. Um, I enjoyed meeting both of you and, you know, hearing about this awesome campaign. Um, I wish you luck with this year with it as well. And I hope you guys, you know, are up for entering the Apex Awards again next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having us on. It's been great. Yeah, we were so uh, thankful for receiving the award and also being able to talk about the campaign is just so rewarding for us. So thank you for having us. Oh, it's it's an absolute pleasure. So mm-hmm. so um, uh, thank you, Priscilla and Ryan, for your time. And um, we'll see you again next year at the Apex Awards. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>